All right, uh, next up, Hunter Rose is a singer, a songwriter, a recording artist, a photographer and an aspiring creative director from here in Cape Town. But it was while studying journalism that she found herself in gigging in and around Cape Town at various events and recording at local recording studios. And that was the beginning of her career as a soul, jazz and R&B artist. She released her debut single in September 2017 called Grown. Uh, her follow-up single, Same Energy, uh, was released in March 2018. Uh, and uh, her latest single, Hot, is set to be released in the next few weeks. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome Hunter Rose to the Late Night Studio. Hunter Rose, hello and hello. welcome. Thank you so much. Thank You're you for having beauty. me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank what a thank gorgeous you. name, by the way. Thank you very much. Hunter Rose. Hunter comes from where? I think just from when I was in high school, I really loved the name. Mm. Um, and I think it also like reflects my personality. Are you a bit of a hunter? I'm a bit of a hunter. Yeah. And I'm also a bit of a rose. So it's like together. It's like I'm really ambiverted. It works. Yeah. I love it. It works. It's a representation of me. It's great. I'm (laughs) so glad that you're here. And I was saying to you before we came on air, like I've been trying, dying to get, dying and trying (laughs) to get you into studio since Raw Fest. Oh, wow. Which was back in December. Yeah, in December. December. Yeah. Feels like a lifetime ago. It feels like a lifetime ago. Um, and I'm so glad that you're here and I'm just, I'm really intrigued by your own musical story because there are so many things Mm. that I didn't know about you. Number one is that you were born in Zim. Yes. Number two is that you studied journalism. Yes. I mean, what else? What else are you hiding? (laughs) What else is there to know? Let's go way, way, way back. So born in Zim. Yeah. And when did you come to Cape Town? Well, I was really young, like five years old. I was, I was a kid. Yeah, I was a baba. I was a little girl. And then we came to Cape Town. Well, we went to Joburg first because both of my brothers were born there. And then, um, we moved to Cape Town after and that's where I've been ever since. Sure. Mm. Okay. Whereabouts in Cape Town? Athlone. Athlone. Mm. Representing the Athlone. And for you, earliest musical memory, I love asking people this because I have, I always get such an array of answers. Ooh, I think, oh, definitely concert, my first concert. I was wearing a blue dress and a blue top underneath it. Age? I was like six, seven. Okay. And, um, I was just singing the song, but I just remember faces and I remember being nervous, but I just remember loving the feeling Mm. because I was just like, oh. This is a vibe. I'm going to do this. <laughs> is that when you really realized that this is what you wanted to do? I think it was always something there. I think music is such a big part of you. It's not something you decide on. Mm. Um, it decides for you. Exactly. Um, and I think I made, I made the decision when I left high school. Because I was like, okay, there's so many other options. But like my heart, it's like a subconscious thing. It's involuntary. I have to do it. Mm. So... It chose me at the end of the day. I know it sounds cliche, but it's that's just how it is. Do you remember what song it was that you sung? Um, oh, I don't know the artist, but it was like it's something about I'm a big, big girl in a big, big world. I just don't remember the I artist. I know this song. You know this song? Yeah, it's from the UK. She was a UK. Yes. I loved her so much. I would sing it all the time. I can't remember. Didn't she? Have, wasn't she just like a one? A one hit wonder. Ne- uh, but, yeah, a one hit yeah. wonder. And, and one yeah, name. And a one name. Yes. But I loved her so much. I'm going to find this. Oh, my goodness. And that was the song that you sang? I did. What music was was playing when you were growing up, though? What was the, what were your family into? Because that very much often guides us into where we end up musically. Yeah, it definitely influenced my sound. And it was definitely a lot of 
R&B and soul and your George Benson's mm. and Anita Baker, Aretha Franklin, lots of jazz instrumentals that my dad loved to play. My mm. mom was a singer before. Really? Yes. In her day, she, she loved singing. She was a singer and wow. I, I definitely got the talent from her, but it was always just soul and soulful music mm. on a Sunday playing. Um, and it's just like, Definitely soul music. And have you, has that type of music ma- g- kept you, kept going, that style of music been what you would listen to now? Like what would you be listening to now, for example? I think right now I'm very open to, um, different genres, like the leading trap genres, because mm. I'm also just a millennial and I'm also, I love that, but my roots are still in the, the soul and old school. I love my, um, ballads. I love this. Do you? you I like do. a ballad? I do love a ballad. Yes. I'm singing I my too. heart yeah. out. Are you a belter? Would you say that you're a belter? Do no, you... I wouldn't. I wouldn't really? say so. I would. What about my own doesn't allow for it. <laughs> in the privacy of your own home, are you a belter? Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, it's calculated when you get on stage. You're like, hmm, can I reach this? Can I not reach this? You know, you don't want to disappoint people yeah. and yourself, but, um, I belt at home. Definitely. Yeah. Just to I, get the range of it, you know. Push are you the a Whitney fan? I love Whitney. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Whitney. Yeah. Wow. We, my mom and I, we were actually watching videos of her and Anita Baker, just like getting those feelings. And now that's like missing these days, just mm. that soul and just that vulnerability. 100%. And that's also something I'm trying to bring, bring forth in my music, just being able to just say, this is how I feel. This is who I am. And allowing for that to resonate with people. Where did you or when did you get your first big break or your first break in the industry? Ooh. Definitely, um, I would say the European tour and I actually have them in studio right now. Um, and I went over to Europe at, when was it last year? September? It was September. Yes, it was September. <laughs> and for me personally, that was just like such a. How did that come about? Well, it was, it starts with a conversation and you meet people, the wonderful Johnny in studio right now, and you meet people and you have conversations and you just kind of connect on the music level and everything takes off from there. Tell me about the tour. Where oh, did you go? Germany and Switzerland. Mm. Um, it was so beautiful. I met so many different people. How long were you away for? A month. Oh, like a, a full on, like a tour, tour. Five weeks. Five weeks. Okay. It was a tour tour. It was yeah. like, like right there, up there with the case. So it was like, oh. Wow. It was life changing, to say the least. Because oh. just coming from, and like I'd never flown out of the country before. Mm. Like, Joburg was my furthest. I was like, okay. And then it was that. It was very scary, but it just, I was like, I have to do this. It just literally was the most beautiful thing in the world. What do you think you learned in those five weeks? Um, there. Cause that is a huge learning curve. Woo! Right? I learned so much, but also that I can be whoever I want to be. Mm. Um, that life is just my oyster and that people are beautiful. I think more than anything, because sometimes the industry can teach you and try and make you feel like everyone's bad and everyone's mean. But I've met so many beautiful people along the way, especially on the tour. And I was like, no, that can't be true. Mm. It can't be true that people are mean. People have hearts. We resonate on this musical level and we um, connect that way. And that comes from a pure place. And I think I just realized that we are human and we love each other. What do you think has been, and you mentioned that, you know, it, and it's a really tough industry that you've mm. chosen to be in. Yeah. Um, and it can be quite ugly, mm. even though God doesn't like ugly. It can be quite ugly. Yeah. What has been the, the biggest thing for you that's, that you've had to learn or perhaps the most, what's, what's disappointed you the most about oh, the industry? Wow. I think it goes back to people. Mm. 
um, and just uh, being pushed into a corner. But more than anything that disappointed me, I've learned that people are human beings. And sometimes we do things out of habit. Mm. And we also do things out of, well, things that we don't really intend to do. We don't really want to hurt people. So I've had to learn a couple of hard lessons in the past two years. But I've tried to actually see it from their perspective. Where are they coming from? What made you do that? Instead of being like, oh, I'm never going to speak to you again. Mm, I mean, mm. I can be that dramatic, but... um just learning that we all human and I probably was on the side where I was mean or was nasty or whatever the case may be. Has anything happened that has made you question whether you want to be in the industry or do you always kind of come back fighting and say, oh, you know, it's just the industry, but it's one that I want to be in. No, I question it every day. I'm like, why am I doing this? Do <laughs> I do some, but I, I think I used to question it a lot more, but now I'm just like, oh, this is the part. This is it. Yeah, this is it. There's yeah. no turning back. Sure. I'm I'm like deep in. I'm like in the in the deep end, and I'm swimming. I want to hear more about what your plans are for the future. I want to hear more about life and love mm. and and all the rest of it. But will you perform something for us? I will. What will it be? It's called Let Me Go, and it's on my. It's going to be on my debut EP, which project. is coming out when, by the way, in April, end of April, soon. Yeah, soon, 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 soon. soon. Nice. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Go for it.
think it's time to go, go, go. Go, go, go. Let me go. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. You. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I could have, honestly, I was on a, were you on a vibe there? I was, I was, I was on a vibe there. Thank I was like so Friday much. night, chilling in a kind of jazz bar. Like, yeah, yeah, that was the mood. A hundred percent. That was the mood. That was what I was aiming for. <laughs> that was the vibe that I was in. Thank you. Oh, beautiful. You like a, oh, and, I, and I'm so, I'm so careful when I do comparisons because <laughs> I, I compared somebody once and they mm. were not happy at oh, all. Wow. But I'm going to say Jill Scott. Oh, wow. I've heard that Is before. Is that okay? No, it's fine. I love her. Because enormous talent. Mm. No, I love her. Oh, that's a vibe. Thank you. When did you first realize that you could sing beyond just, you know, people that are close to you saying, yeah. oh, you've got a really nice voice? I think it was actually in high school and I, it was like the first couple of weeks of school. Mm. And normally it's like, okay, introduce yourself. What's your name? What can you do? Yeah. And I had been singing um in like break time and a friend said, chicken sing. And they made me sing in front of the oh. class. And I was like, oh my word, this is my first, like, let me sing. Your first gig. I can't remember. <laughs> yes, my first gig. Oh my goodness. Um, and then I just sang and I was like, okay, this makes sense. I think I can mm. sing. You think I can sing? Surely I can sing, guys. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so, um, that's where it started. And I was like, okay, we can do something with this. At what point did you think, okay, this is where I've now got to take this seriously enough that I'm going to start getting work, I'm going mm. to start performing, I'm going to start making a name for myself? Because you were somewhere along the line, you were studying journalism. Yeah. In that time, I decided, okay, I love writing. I okay. love art. I love being able to describe and really articulate myself and I thought. Whatever I do. A great songwriter. Yeah. No matter what I do after this, it's really going to help me. It's, I'll be a, like in a space where I can really analyze information coming in mm. and out. And that's helpful in any sphere of life. And so, um, I decided, okay, I'm doing this, but my heart is, cause while I was studying journalism, I was like doing gigs during like off the class or mm. like maybe skipping. I'm joking. I might have skipped a couple <laughs> of classes to go and sing. But, um, I was like, Oh, the pull is so strong. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I need to take this seriously. If I'm going to do it, I have to do it properly. And then I started like looking at the branding and how am I going to do this? I really need to start. And I decided, am I going to do covers? Am I going to do my original music? Mm. Cause that's a big struggle. I yeah. think with anybody, with anyone, any artist, you like, Oh, and to come out as myself. And I think I definitely thought I love my covers. I still do, but I really wanted to tell my story and a story of people around me and people of color. That's a really honest <laughs> thing of, of, to say, actually, to talk about covers because a lot of people don't want to talk about covers. Mm. It's almost like there's a bit of a, a stigma that if you're doing covers, first of all, I love a cover. I, love I really do. And mm. to me, a cover is about making something your own. It's not about imitating. Yes. And you are still able to fully show your breadth of talent Definitely. doing a cover Definitely. than if you do. I mean, look at all those en enormous artists who, who yeah. cover each other, um, you know. Um, but, but also that kind of quandary of, and the dichotomy of, Am I going to do my own stuff? Uh, and what's the balance between, yeah. am I doing 50-50? Am I doing 70-30? Am I doing, so how did you decide what to do? And, and also to have that, um, confidence in your own mm. ability and your songwriting and your, and your work. Yeah. 
when I started, I obviously started with the covers and I was just like, I love this song. I love that song. But like while the instrumental would play, I would sing my own words. Right. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense too. So ah. I could do this. And then at Varsity, I met producers and they were like, would you like to be on this? And I obviously couldn't sing the, someone else's yeah. music. So I'm like, okay, I have to write this. I'm like, use my journalism. Let's write a verse. And then I started getting so excited because I knew what the verse was now and chorus and mixing and more. all these terms just excited me. And I was just like, okay. I can do this original thing. Mm. And then I said, okay, I still love the covers. I'll never throw them away. Out of curiosity, what were some of your go-to covers? Ooh, The Newness of You, Nora Jones. Okay. Now recently, Is This Love, Bob Marley. Ah. Um, what else? Oh, Tyrone, Erika Badu. Okay. I love singing Tyrone. Um, also, Next Lifetime, Erika Badu. I can a hundred percent imagine that. One hundred percent. I love singing that yeah. adversity. Um, but anything soulful, anything like clean piano or extremely near soul mm. or just like even like boom bap, just, you know, just mm. that feeling. Mm. That's definitely those go-to covers. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, Were you fine. on a... Ooh, where was I? You were at... Oh, the balance of yeah. finding. Mm. And then I was just like, I'm just going to do both. I'm never going to throw the covers away. I'm never going to allow people to make me feel like you should only do this one thing. Mm. Music is about expression and expressing um, songs that other people have sung because you connect with that. Mm. And so I just thought, okay, just throw a cover in the set, but also do your own things so you can, so you can develop your own voice and um, just run with that. And is that working out well for you? Yes. That, yeah. Mm. It that feels right so nice and, and people right receive you, it nicely. Yeah. It feels you, right, yeah. it is right. Definitely. Is what I think. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about if I had a, a magic wand and I could make it possible for you to collaborate with anybody. Ooh! Yeah. And I can even with this magic wand bring people back from the dead. Oh my word. <laughs> yes. It's wow. powerful. It's a powerful thing. Mm. Who would be up there on your, on your list of people that you would love to collaborate with? Either performing or writing? Okay. Um, I'm just going to go all go. out right now. Do it. Um, I love Anita Baker. And she's like, I would like to. Even if it's just doing the oohs and ahs. Everyone always says that. Because she's the vocalist. We will not interfere with Anita. Wow, yeah. anything. Sure, she really is, hey? Oh, I love that woman so much. I feel like, I don't want to say she's underrated because that then that says yeah. that she's, that sort of dismisses that her legions and millions of mm. fans. But I just, in terms of vocally, mm. she is a vocal powerhouse. Oh, wow. Hey? On so many different levels. The oh, range. The amazing. range. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, so Anita Baker. Anyone else? Mm, from a, like a writing point of view, I'd love to get into the brains of Frank Ocean and um, Miguel. Oh, Miguel. I yeah. love Miguel so much. Um, who else is there? Locally, I love AKA with my entire heart. Do you? I love him. Just from super a... Super mega. Yeah, super mega. Um, <laughs> just from a creative point of view. Who else? Who else is there? I love Nora Jones as well. Mm. Yes. Who else? Who's on my playlist? Yeah, who is on your playlist? Who's on my playlist? I listen to her. I listen to, um, Sabrina Claudio. I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of hip hop and trap. For mm. a singer, I listen to a lot of that. No, but I think that's important. We, we had somebody in the studio the other day and like an old school jazz mm. guy and he was, who was that old, embarrassing, can't remember his name. <laughs> um, but he was saying, you know, that he, I mean, he's got to be, 
heading to 70 and he's listening to he's listening to R&B he's oh, listening wow. to hip hop he's listening to Guma he's listening yes. to this like such a broad range and he's like that's what makes me a great musician yes and I thought sure mm. he's like if I you know if I, I can play a bit of Beyonce if I like <laughs> I like yeah. the, the image of him <laughs> playing imagine. a bit of Beyonce. Yeah. It was just superb. It was just fantastic. But he's right. Yeah. Yeah. It just gives you like a broad spectrum. But also, you just need a break from your own genre, I think, sometimes. Because mm. like if you're always listening, you're making a certain type of music. Listening to a bit of trap, listening to a bit of like classical jazz. Yeah. It really like allows you to really re-love your, your genre. For sure. So that's why I just listen to everything. What have you got coming up this year? What does 2019 hold for you? Ooh, lots of releases. Mm. I think that's my main focus, releasing the music I've been creating, especially on tour. So many beautiful producers from Germany and Switzerland um, and also local producers. Um, so definitely releasing um, visuals and projects. Mm. I have my debut project coming out in the beginning of the year and then I have a couple of singles and then another project. Um but just releasing and just expressing what I've been working on for such a long time. When uh, when you hear your song on the radio or wherever it may be, hmm. what is that feeling like? Oh, wow. A part of me is just kind of relieved because I'm like, this is what we're working <laughs> towards. I'm like, yes. yes. I'm like, uh, I'm not even excited. I'm just like, okay, thank you. We've made it this <laughs> yeah. far and the work's done. And I'm like, oh, this act. then I start picking things apart. I'm like, oh, oh maybe I should have done this. But I do enjoy it. Mm. It's, a, it's, a very, it's a light feeling. It's not heavy at all. I'm just mm. like, oh. We're one step closer. Even though there's no end result in this end. There's people always think that there's this end. But I'm just like, the journey's continuing. And I'm happy and I'm at peace. Where would you like it. the journey to take you? And and that's not to say that, you know, what would be the highlight. But yeah. where would you, you know, the, the, the Grammys were a few months ago. Mm. Would you like to find yourself in that space Definitely. at some point? <laughs> in the very near future. In the very near future. Immediately. <laughs> Let me make yeah. a call. Yeah, guys, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Definitely. Award shows, but also just being able to get my music further mm. I love I would love for South Africa to really hear my music and for it to play across every station but also just further than that and just let the music grow and me as a person the people around me would you like to tour again yes overseas yes mm. definitely where would you like to go oh wow I definitely want to go back to Europe I could see you going down an absolute smash in London oh wow a smash. I actually thought about that the other day I'm like, hmm. From my lips London. to God's ears. Oh, there we go. I really can. You would really, you would, you've got that vibe. Mm. Yeah. No, I really, I actually thought about that. Definitely London. And anywhere the road takes me. Just teach me something new. Hmm. This has been such a treat. I'm so glad that you Thank came you. in. Um, will you introduce for us a song that we are now going to play out with? Definitely. Um, it's called Feels the Right. It was produced by Echelon, a good friend of mine. We're also releasing another single called Hot Next Month. Um, but yeah, it's a feel-good vibe, and I hope you feel good after you listen to it. Hey, thank you so much.